from Nelnet Renewable Energy. This, this, this is What's Up. Welcome back to another episode of What's Up. Um, I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Marie Burquist. Hey, Marie. Hey, everybody. Um, today, we're going to be talking to Charlie Saginaw from Bodie. Um, and for those of you who are not aware of uh, what Bodie does, they're a tool, an amazing thought leader uh, with uh, just understanding the customer experience when they go solar. So uh, today, we're going to be talking to him uh, about some sustain- sustainability uh, practices. Um, he's got some awesome, he had some great ideas on sustainability um, and kind of the transition he's seen what, with his tenure in the solar industry. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about what he does and uh, some of the aspects of Bodhi. Uh, so without further ado, let's jump right in. Today, we are joined by Charlie Saginaw uh, from Bodie. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Charlie. Thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah, we, uh, we you know, uh, Charlie, we've known you for for quite some time now. Um, you know, we appreciate you coming on and uh, and being being a guest and talking with us today about sustainability, some concepts and principles around that. Um, you know, can you give us a little bit of a background on yourself? You know, where your industry or your uh, experience in the industry, renewables, sustainability, all that great stuff. Sure. Thanks. Uh, thanks again for having me. Um, so, yes, uh, I started in the solar industry about seven years ago uh, in distribution. And before that, my whole entire career has been in business to business sales. Um, and when I started, I knew that I loved working with people and working with businesses and solving problems. And ultimately, there was a disconnect that I felt between selling something new each season or month. I sold socks uh, before I sold solar panels. And, you know, knowing that solar could provide what I learned about it could provide energy for a generation and that it wouldn't just be consumable, but rather renewable. It really comported with my personal values. And that's kind of when I jumped in head first and joined uh, Civic Solar, which was acquired by CED. And I worked uh, for a stint at Baywa and um, had an opportunity to reconnect with some of my friends from Civic Solar at Bodhi, which is a solar software company uh, that helps uh, make deliver amazing customer experiences to solar homeowners um, and as a software company. So uh, that's kind of been my journey. Um, I got interested in solar when I did a, a cross-country bike ride in college. And uh, when I was biking across Nevada, um, I saw a solar farm in 2010 and totally captured my imagination. And one of my teammates on the ride uh, was an engineer and was explaining how the uh, how the solar panels collect the you know and create DC energy and how it's converted to AC energy and then how that goes onto the grid and explained how the grid worked and my brain almost exploded and I was like that is so cool and that that kind of core memory kind of came back when uh, when I joined the solar industry and I'm I, I haven't looked back since. Do you feel like back in 2010 when you're you're passing the solar field and I can like see it so vividly in my brain right now, like riding a bike, you know, I'm pumping my arms because that's how you ride a bike, right? Do you feel like that was one or more of the defining moments of encouraging your your sustainable path? And then 
when you got home from that trip or weeks maybe later, was that an influencer in the things that you were starting to do? Yeah, I think that moment planted a seed that was laid dormant for a little while. Um, and it was really the prompt actually was I was on a Facebook group and uh, that same friend who told me about the solar field, uh, my friend Andrew, uh, had got a job at Civic Solar and for life circumstances, he couldn't take that job. So he wanted to find his replacement. And it was through that bike riding group that I found it. I had, you know, no engineering background, um, but I was willing to learn. And I remember that experience um, and that really uh, impacted me. And I think I've always had the ethos of, you know, reduce, reuse and recycle. Um, I've been active in the outdoors and you know they leave no trace is a is a huge principle um that i try to live by when i go trail running or go uh, backpacking so that's always been kind of my guiding light it's like if i can make do with what i have then i i try to do that um and i think another defining uh point was right after i joined the solar industry i had an opportunity to volunteer with grid alternatives uh, for an install in northern california with civic solar and when it was getting on the roof, it was, you know, I learned that sustainability isn't just about conserving and reducing the things that you that you use, but it's really, it's also about, you know, social justice. It's also about job training. It's about the economy and seeing that intersection with the with the folks at Grid Alternatives, you know, number one, job training folks that are, you know, getting out of the penitentiary system and giving them job skills. Number two, training people like me who had never been on a roof. Uh, and number three, donating a system to a family that would need it. And the family that, the thing, the part that struck me was the family that we installed for was going to use the savings off on their electricity bill to help, you know, put together a college fund for their five-year-old daughter. And that, that really, uh, that really, that really played, you know, that really made, uh, spoke to my heart. And so I think that was another pivotal point that I was really bought into sustainability, not just as conservation, but also a way to make a positive impact in the world. That's yeah, that's, that's amazing. So, you know, in, in your experience, Charlie, being in the industry for as long as you have been, um, seeing that solar farm, you know, in 2010 and just where, how far you've come since then, you know, have you have you seen maybe like notable notable shifts in the definition of sustainability? Right. You know, it's it's such a broad term. Like like you said, you could I mean, you could apply that to so many different things. But have you seen like just general trends or shifts in what it means to be sustainable um, over over your tenure? Yeah, I think sustainability was a academic and maybe a activist buzzword in, in those days. And now it is really in the halls of Congress and power, um, also in the boardrooms of major Fortune 500 companies like Meta, you know, Google, all of the FANG stocks. And so I think sustainability is really part of the conversation. I think when you look at new um, brands that are starting up outside of the renewable space, sustainability is, you know, you take things like, uh, I have uh, these shoes called Allbirds and they're made to be more sustainable um, through, you know, and use less water uh, in the manufacturing of them or Patagonia uh, using, you know, that's become a really household brand where they're repairing clothes. So it's really kind of in the zeitgeist of, you know, everyday conversation and as we have, you know, issues with the grid reliability in Texas, um, and we have, you know, increasing number of, you know, uh, weather events that, you know, I think people are starting to think about alternative options for the status quo. 
Um, and, so, and, and reliability is really important. And I think when it comes down to it, it's like, it's really be about education. Um, there's a lot more awareness than there was in 2010. And then the ease to make those, those choices, to make the sustainable choices easier, whether it's a Nest thermostat, whether it's installing solar and having it work passively on your house to power your house or having a battery, um, having those small, or even having something like a span panel, um, you know, make backing backup easier. That's, these are all tools that make sustainability just that much easier to work in the background versus something you have to strive for when we have all have competing priorities in our day. Yeah, and absolutely. I think one thing you one thing you mentioned earlier that really stuck out to me and something I've heard a lot more recently is, you know, I guess a portion of the social justice side, but more so, um, you know, kind of inside that is the, um, you know, kind of the the solar, the green energy kind of transition that we're starting to make as a country, as a society or in, around the globe. Um, one thing I, I you know, I, I've heard and something that's become a lot more popular is the um, just how we're doing it and the um you know how the how the the transition from coal and you know uh, fossil fuels to a sustainable solution is also creating you know a lot of um uh, social equity you know a lot of equity in in places that you know usually wouldn't it really wouldn't exist um so can you you know i guess i'm just kind of throwing this question out here but have you heard you know or have you um encountered you know similar uh sayings of the past where hey you know we're, we're transitioning to solar energy. It's, it's, you know, becoming you know, as a society, right. Um, you know, it's, have you heard that it's, you know, it's becoming, it's making, sorry, I'm, I'm totally tripping up here. So hopefully the editors will take this out. Uh, <laughs> um, let me rephrase. Um, something that really stuck with me, uh, especially when I was at a conference recently in uh, at the Midwest solar expo, uh, actually, um, was one of the speakers really talked about how the clean energy transition um, is creating uh, is an equitable solution, right? Instead of building coal plants, nuclear plants, which you know, ever you know, people have their you know opinions on their different fossil fuels. Um, one thing it, it just really stuck out to me that it's creating this this equitable solution. So, have you uh, do you have any you know um, uh, experience with with hearing that, or have you kind of heard similar rumblings throughout the industry that you've been working in? Yeah, I think uh, the the pie is getting, you know, the slices of the pie are, you know, are, are being spread out. And I think that, you know, things like the, I've got three examples. One is the IRA right now. So um, I think in uh, Dallas, Texas, where I grew up, um, I think next to it in Arlington, there is the Enphase has a new um, uh, manufacturing facility there. And yeah, there those are being made in the United States. So that is, you know, making jobs in local communities here. Um, you know, number two, there's a solar installer that's uh, really great out of West Virginia called Solar Hauler, and they're retraining um, unemployed or, you know, underemployed um, coal miners to install solar and really, you know, bringing a lot of uh, vitality and economic opportunity to the to the hauler. And, um, and you know, and third, 
there is just an amazing, um, it's amazing to see what uh, motivated people uh, can do with solar. I mean, you look at Eric and Jess starting, when I worked with them in 2017, I think they had a team of four or five. And, you know, now uh, y'all are a really, a, a huge powerhouse and one of the top installers uh, in the Midwest and, you know, into the Mountain West and into New York as well, uh, and also in commercial. So that seeing that, all the jobs that have been created and lives that have been positively impacted Impacted, including the homeowners, business owners, those uh, those all really speak to me. Um, the the last example, I was just thinking about an installer I know in Dallas who immigrated from the Middle East when he was 19. He was washing dishes in a Mexican food restaurant, and about two years later, he has 50 employees, uh, and he's installing solar uh, in the Dallas Fort Worth area, um, and. Yeah, I don't think that would that would be possible really in pretty much any other industry. Um, and there's just so much opportunity to to spread that, um, you know, to equitably spread out that opportunity um, to to lots of folks. So I'm yeah, I'm I think it's it, it, there's really great potential to create opportunities for lots of people. I always like to akin like what we're going through right now in the renewable energy industry to like the internet bubble or. I guess it wasn't a bubble, but the internet like boom, right back in, I don't, I'm aging myself now, but <laughs> it was like, everybody's flooding to, to create websites and they're not realizing its full potential yet. And now we're at a little bit of a more um, advanced uh, line and in industry. And so now we're seeing like uh, the conversations change from, students can install solar to, oh, solar is an entire business. You can go into renewable legal counsel, um, accounting, um, development, financial analysts, admin, like all of that kind of stuff. Um, and so just like seeing the industry before our eyes unfold has been, has been incredible. Do you know of or are you aware of any educational um, components? I know you listed a few uh, solar installers that um, are providing resources or training opportunities or in, in jobs for solar. Um, do you have any thoughts or uh, experience in learning about where more people can find resources as far as you know getting into the industry yeah that's a great question i think there are a few like three really great opportunities to get into the industry so um number one is youtube university i love going to youtube because that's really where everyone learns about solar and generally speaking the information isn't terrible except for those those pre-roll ads that say that you can get free solar though that's really annoying and misleading so that's probably the worst part of it but really when you get down to folks who are installing or asking questions or sharing their experience um youtube is a is a really great easy entrance to like how does it work how does a battery work um, how do you know? How can I get a job? You know, what are the types of jobs and roles involved in that? Um, I really like Solar Surge. I think they do a really great job of educating uh, homeowners. Um, so I think that's that's a really uh, I learn a lot from that about in the industry. Um, then there are also Facebook groups. 
um, and Reddit groups where you can, you know, kind of dive into the particulars, but the community groups um, on Facebook and Reddit have been really valuable for, you know, understanding what the issues are and challenges in the industry that are opportunities to overcome. Um, and I certainly see that at Bodie all the time where, you know, customer communication is, uh, is a challenge um, to, you know, keep up with these literal power plants that you're installing on, you know, on homeowners' houses. And how do you communicate that to them when it's always their first time and the third most expensive uh, purchase that they're made after their home and their car? Um, so th I think those forums of Facebook and Reddit have been really good. And then the last one is showing up. So like there's uh, CED Green Tech uh, in almost every city. There is a local installer. And if you show up and you ask, you know, how if you have general curiosity, I know I, I have so many friends who've gotten the industry just by showing up and by being curious. Um, so if you see an event, a solar event or you see a solar booth, at a you know a local event, uh, or you just see a solar array, just asking about it is uh, is really half the battle to getting uh, to, to getting educated. Um, and from there, it's a lifelong pursuit, and it's always changing, uh, which is I think part of the fun of it. Yeah, and you brought up the customer interaction, right? So you're installing solar, whether it be a business or a residence, um, and um, I'd like to get your you know insight on where does Bodhi come in for that customer relationship and i want to spend a couple minutes just talking about Bodhi in general because i think that has such value in consumer education and um overall just you know nurturing that relationship with a consumer and a homeowner yeah Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, I think the the first thing is that, um, you know, solar installation businesses are really good at selling uh, solar and they're really good at installing solar. Um, and usually it's pretty challenging to deliver the, you know, the digital experience and communication that the modern homeowner, you know, consumer expects because we have, you know, Amazon and we have Domino's where you can buy $30 a pizza and you know when it's in the oven, on the road, at your doorstep. Um, and you know it's challenging with a construction project that is you know break you know brand new technology that is uh you know it, to communicate what all the steps are especially when you as the installer have a lot of externalities that are out of your control like permitting which can you know be such a challenge um and how to communicate that at the right cadence but not have to hire up for all of, you know, as your jobs grow linearly, just hiring and doing all those tasks linearly. So um, the ability to, you know, automate some of that information and educate the customer at the same time, because what we found at Bodhi is that when you when you have the contract signed, that's actually when the true sales cycle begins, because that's when the homeowner is starting to learn about their system, ask questions, and that is really important to educate them as efficiently as possible about their system and also build that trust with proactive communication versus reactive communication where um, that, you know, they might be calling in to ask what the status of their project is. And ultimately, the 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 largest currency within, you know, all of this is trust. And 
you know, when you build trust with the homeowner and it's like a battery, when you charge that battery with trust, uh, that that's when you can get referrals, uh, great reviews, testimonials, and you can grow organically through the quality of your work. And I think one of the things that a lot of solar installers don't know how to capitalize on is like all the hard work they're doing in the background, how to communicate that at the right time and at the right cadence. Um, you know, one of the things I've learned in the last year is that solar homeowners typically like in the you know the post the post sale but pre-installation phase of their project like to get an update once per week and that kind of resets their internal clock for another update and that's kind of what they've been primed for by you know uber amazon all of these digital experiences that are pretty commonplace now and i think um, bodhi's really helping and empowering uh, installers to deliver that uh, amazing customer experience with ease and in those interactions with the customers, so everybody knows, like we've um, we've navigated through the platform, and um, a lot of it is customizable um, as well. Uh, but are there other promotions? So solar, amazing. But I know when we're talking about sustainability and renewable energy a lot of us love the holistic cycle that it's, it's not just one thing. It is, it is a, a lot of little things that can come into place. So in these interactions, are you guys, does Bodhi also promote or do you promote um, other sustainability things that you can be doing on top of maybe installing your solar system? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great point, Marie. Um, yeah. Solar does not exist in a vacuum. It is, you know, it is interconnected to the grid. It is interconnected to a house that probably has air conditioning. And if it's not insulated and has, you know, how, uh, walls of Swiss cheese, that won't be very effective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it really like it starts, you know, kind of local and then it kind of radiates out in concentric circles to the bigger picture. And so, you know, controlling what you can um, locally, whether it's, um, you know, and I think what we find is that w through Bodhi is that we try to encourage uh, installers to cross sell into various, you know, solutions that they have, whether it's, you know, a new roof or maybe it's, you know, a, a Nest thermostat or, um, you know, bringing it into the other aspects of their business so that they can have a lifetime value with that customer, but then also, you know, make it easier for them to like live their sustainability like values. Um, and so having that ongoing connection and communication, um, and then really that all boils down to, you know, customer education. It's like understanding what a kilowatt hour is, what is net metering? How does your inverter work? You know, what, how long do solar panels last? Um, you know, what happens when it hails? Uh, these are all things that all homeowners need to do know, and they might be told that, but they need to re be retaught that because how many times have we learned something in solar only to have to learn it again? And so having that repetition uh, is, is a really big aspect of, uh, of what Bodhi does, which is customer education. And with you in your day-to-day -day life at, um, at Bodhi being almost a, a a platform that is the front lines for the customer, right? Are you seeing trends of customer interest be in solar, renewable energy, sustainability um, being influenced by each other more or influenced to make changes from policymakers? Like 
who do you think captures the influence the most of sustainability, et cetera, with consumers? I think it's a bandwagon effect. Really simply, it's it's about what your neighbors are doing. It's what your community is doing. It's what the, you know, what the norm is. And there's always going to be the early adopters who are the first ones to adopt uh, the weirdos in the neighborhood who are putting the solar panels on their house. But then the, then suddenly the whole neighborhood realizes that they're not the weirdos anymore. They're the, actually the, the trendsetters. And I think once people see that other people in their neighborhood have gone solar and have had positive experiences, um, save money on their electric bill, um, have been able to own their power and fight against, you know, inflation costs from the utility. Um, those, I think that's been really one of the main drivers of, you know, really successful solar companies like y'all, like yourself, is that the, it's the homeowners that are jumping on the bandwagon effect. And, you know, with, within Bodhi, it's really cool. We have the ability to show homeowners who's gone solar in their neighborhood and then um, and then in an automated fashion, challenge them to share with their friends and integrate with their, uh, to refer their friends and just make it as easy as possible. So the bandwagon effect is um, is real, and it's really just about finding ways to take advantage of that to make it easier to go solar and easier for happy customers to tell their friends. So, oh, go ahead, Marie. No, you're good. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, thank, thanks, Char- uh, thanks, Charlie. Um, so, you know, when when you when you see this bandwagon effect, you know, happening, right? People are uh, showing their neighbors their product, you know, maybe their production, their monitoring system, right? Um, you know, Bodhi seem, you know, in, in my opinion, uh, Bodhi does a really amazing job at solving that, like you said, that communication um, kind of portion of that, right? Promoting, uh, making sure you're being proactive versus reactive. Um, what, I guess, what type of maybe like challenges or barriers do you see, uh, maybe not just in, you know, residential solar, but, uh, maybe across the industry, um, that, you know, that, that we face to really get, get the message out, educate people more and, um, you know, get the information into the hands of the right people. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Um, yeah, there are gosh, two, two things come to mind to the top of my head right now. So number one is, um, a kind of more structural about the utilities. Uh, and the second one is about, you know, kind of sales practices, um, you know, in the, in the industry and working with good partners. So, you know, I think that number one, um, it's, you know, there are a lot of challenges with permitting. Um, I was just in Colorado where COSA, um, helped, you know, lobby against, you know, so that Excel would, you know, streamline permits and lots, some of those permits were sitting there for six months and it was, it was holding up cash flow for installers and it was making, leaving uh, homeowners in the dark about this large purchase that they had made. And there wasn't any kind of forward movement. And that was totally out of the control of the installers and, you know, the kind of willful <laughs> ignorance of the, uh, of the of the utility and so you know it was i think those are utility challenges are are continue and changing policies are you know are are constantly a challenge and headwind to our industry um and we're just going to have to continue to innovate despite them um you know and then the second the second you know headwind is solar has been seen in a lot of ways like a gold rush and a lot of dubious players have entered the space um, and they don't 
make great, they don't set great expectations up front. There's a lot of ambiguity um, about what, what they're buying. There's a uh, hard sale, uh, you know, hard, hardballed uh, sales tactics that are sometimes unethical. Um, and, you know, that has been something that's been a real headwind because a lot of people have, you know, been burned and those, uh, those companies have gone out of business. Um, now, I want to make a clear distinction here that, you know, GRNE and uh, Nelnet um, have, you know, really risen above that uh, fray and really educate their customers in taking a long-term partnership approach. And that those are going to be the solar installers that are going to be there for the life of the system to make sure that it works and that, you know, that your customers are happy and, uh, you know, and there are happy homeowners whose, whose systems really uh, perform and overperform. And so I think those are two challenges that we have to overcome is like the negative experiences that people have had through, you know, dubious sales practices, and then also um, just some, a lot of, a lot of uh, challenges on the regulatory front and permitting front um, come to mind. Sorry, Murray, did you have one question you wanted to throw out? Okay, <laughs> awesome. Um, thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank Charlie. Thank you for for going through that. Um, you know, I I certainly would agree. Yeah, it's. Um, especially like some of the new net metering policies in you know California and kind of some of the the adoption we're seeing across the country with that definitely is a a huge issue on the residential you know commercial and you know even you know utility scale side of things. But I guess ultimately I, you know I'd love to um, unless our uh, my wonderful co-host here Marie has any other questions. You know, I'd love to understand where we can find out a little bit more about you, about Bodhi, and the services that you provide. Great. Um, yeah, I'd love to talk about Bodhi. It's my job. <laughs> so you can find me um, on LinkedIn, uh, Charlie Saginaw Din, and I like to post a lot about the customer experience, um, be the voice of the homeowner, about what it's like to go solar, what are the challenges, what are the things that they're expecting, um, and really focusing on that, uh, that voice and bringing that to the industry. Uh, so I post a lot of content there uh, about that. Um, and then you can also find me at pretty much any trade show west of the Mississippi where there's more than three solar installers. Uh, so, yes, yeah, I think I saw you guys at the Midwest Solar Expo. Of course, you can go to Bodie.Solar. Um, we have a lot of, uh, you know, thought leadership about the customer experience, what the emotional roller coaster is, how to get more referrals, best practices for getting Google reviews for your business, um, really just making it as easy as possible to help um, get referrals, the expectations set up front from Connor's, you know, amazing sales team at Nelnet to, you know, the post-sales communication that takes place afterwards so that it's proactive versus reactive, um, checking the monitoring to see that it's, you know, working cor correctly and then having great service after that. So um, we have a lot of uh, thought leadership about that on our uh, website, which is at Bodhi.Solar. Well, we definitely can't wait. Thank you so much for your time and, and knowledge base. Definitely, if there's anything with the customer experience, Charlie's got the, the answers for you. Thanks, guys. This is really fun.